Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports Seven Legend. Along with my co-host, Mokali Matthew, I'm of course with Mamo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm alright. Doing good. Good to have you on the show, and uh, I'm glad to have you, ladies and gentlemen, to check out this this episode. It's a super super size, fun-filled episode. Uh, you know, we're gonna share our thoughts on, um, you know, Derek Jeter, um, you know, getting elected to the hall as a first battle hall of fame, as we all knew he would. Also, we're going to talk about, um, Mets, um, hiring their second manager in, um, in the off season. This time it's Luis Rojas. I'll give you my thoughts on that. Um, I'll also talk about Eli Manning, um, finally, um, hanging up his cleats, and retiring as a giant. Um, and then of course I'll um preview I'll preview the I'll preview the Super Bowl that's gonna come up next weekend and um Royal Rumble that's coming up uh tomorrow night. So you know of course you guys know the number. Uh feel free to share your thoughts. You know, we'd love to hear from you. And um yeah, with that said, yeah, let, let's just dive into um let's dive in like um Derek Jeter does at the plate or dive mm-hmm. into steal second base, you know. <laughs> let's talk about your boy Jeter. And, oh yeah. Um yeah, we, I'm I'm definitely going to get to you cuz um inquiring minds definitely want to hear from you from a die-hard Yankee fan who who's been there literally since day one, since, you know, Derek Jeter, uh, you know, debuted with the team, like, in uh, 95. So definitely want to hear your thoughts. I know you're, you know, you're beaming about this um, Hall of Fame. So, of course, we all know um, Derek Jeter was going in, first ballot. Mm-hmm. Um, the only surprise, the only, the only um, um, you know, debate that we, that we were having, that everybody was having was, whether or not he would join Mariano Rivera as the second unanimous uh, player to go into the Hall of Fame, or would there be, you know, some smart guy somewhere who wouldn't vote for him, you know, and that's basically what happened. Uh, Derek Jeter had over 99% of the vote. One person didn't vote, whoever that person is. And um, Larry Walker, he he um, he um, finally got in on his last year of eligibility. Uh, you know, the former um, Rocky, former Expo. Um, you know, he he got in on his uh, he he got he's joining Derek Jeter. But um, yeah, what, what's your thoughts on Derek Jeter going in and not being unanimous? Uh, well, you know that one guy that didn't vote for Jeter is an asshole. I'll say that. I thought it was you. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> definitely wasn't me. I mean, I've been the biggest Derek Jeter fan for the longest time, but, you know, yeah, I mean, that's, 
that pretty much messed it up, man. You know, he was supposed to be the uh, second player behind Mariano to go into Hall of Fame unanimous, and that one reporter made it all about all about himself. But regardless, you know, Jeter goes in as I think he's you know the highest um, per- positional player. Positional player. You know, to uh, go into the Hall of Fame at ninety nine point seven, I think votes. Yeah, something um, like that. So yeah, man, it's well deserved, man. This guy had a great career. You know, um, very clutch, especially in, in when the postseason came around. I mean, when the postseason came around, I mean, his light, his eyes just lit up. You know, and mm-hmm. it, having big hits, starting rallies, big home runs, aka two thousand World Series. Yeah, you know, this guy. I thought about that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know this guy was you know an important piece of those Yankee championships, and you know he had a great career. I mean, was he the greatest player in baseball during his tenor? No, I mean there were better players. You can even make a case there were better shortstops. You know, mm-hmm. especially offensively. But you know, Derry Cheater. I mean, he he wasn't the greatest offensive player. Mm-hmm. He was good. You know, he wasn't great. He wasn't the best defender. You know, he was good. He wasn't great. But, you know, again, he was clutch. And yep. he was a leader. You know, and he, he just he just had those fundamentals that a lot of p- players don't have in baseball. And he was able to motivate his teammates just by leading by example, you know, on how to play the right way and being a class act and, you know, that's why he's going to the Hall of Fame, you know, respected by his peers and, you know, baseball players uh, throughout MLB. And, you know, probably the last superstar we've had in the uh, majors, right? Can you think of another superstar right now since Derek Jeter that appears in commercials, um, you know, in the tabloids, uh, you know, and, the face of baseball right now. I mean, Derek Jeter is the last one I can think of. You know, I, I yeah. mean, maybe Mike Trout, but my, yeah, I, I was Mike Trout. I was thinking Mike Trout as... too, but he's he's on like commercials and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Derek Jeter is the last great superstar we had. We don't have a you know superstar like that right now. So, you know, he's uh he, he meant a lot to to Major League uh, Baseball. So you know, it, it's a special time and special moment and you know congrats to him it's well deserved yeah I'm, i mean i feel you and uh folks if you guys want to call in the number is five six three nine 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 uh three five two nine that's five six three nine 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 three five two nine so feel free to you know share share your thoughts you know if you on uh Derek Jeter getting voted in, and any of the topics we're going to talk about on today's show. Anything that's on your mind, really, sports, entertainment-related. Um, but in any case, uh, what else was I going to say? Yeah, um, Derek Jeter, he was saying, like, basically, he's not going to focus on that one guy who didn't vote for him and just focus on him making it which, I mean, that's the right mindset to have because, you know, you you know who's my least favorite player of all time, right? Who? Uh, Roger Clemens. 
<laughs> you know, because of the whole Piazza incident. Oh. But if I was a baseball writer, you know, prior to the steroids um, scandal that he sur- that he surrounded in, I would have voted for him. I mean, because I, I yeah. have to put my personal bias aside and do what's right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd still put him in Barry Bonds. You know, because we can't really tell um, when these guys started taking steroids. And also, there's still no con. There's still no strong evidence that steroids helps you hit baseballs out of the ballpark. You know, there's oh. still not enough, you know, sufficient evidence to for us to determine that. So, based on that, these guys should go in. I mean, I mean, I I don't think these guys, you know, were using it for a long period of time. But you know, these guys were still great players. You well, know, you're well, taking steroids, but it's still you still have to have the hand-eye coordination to hit the ball out of the ballpark, you know? Yeah, well, we, me and you are having a different argument. I would say, like, if he didn't have the, the, the you know, if he wasn't accused of being steroids and it's pretty obvious that he didn't, that he took it, I would have voted for him. Now that he's, you know, it's pretty obvious he took it. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't vote him in. But I'm saying if he didn't have that, you know, you know, the strong, you know, the strong, um, obvious, you know, um, what was the word I'm looking for? If there wasn't strong evidence to show that, that there's a strong chance that he, him and Bonds have taken it, you know, I would have voted them in because those guys were clearly, those guys were clearly Hall of Famers before, you know, they allegedly took it. But since they cheated, I mean, you know, I can't, I can't vote them in. But you, but your argument is that you don't care whether they did it or not. That oh, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying that, you know, there's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tough issue because we don't know when these guys started taking these supplements. Right. And, and you know, also. Uh, before before they started taking supplements, whenever that was, they were they were great players. So maybe we should take into account what they were doing before they started taking these supplements. You know, and also on top of that, these supplements we we still don't know for sure if supplements help these players, you know, become great because these guys were already good. I mean, these guys were good throughout high school, um, some of them college, and then into majors. So. Obviously, they're already very good players before they started taking this stuff, you know. So who knows if this, if steroids actually helped or not? You know, I I don't know, you know. But you know, it is a tough argument. But I would, you know, I would put them Barry Bonds. I mean, he's one of the greatest hitters, you know, despite taking steroids. So I would put him in. I mean, if you want to put an asterisk next to their name because you know um, they were cheating, I guess you could do that. But I still think they just deserve to go into the Hall of Fame, at, you know, at some point in their um, in their lives. But I mean, I, I see your point. I mean, Barry Bonds was clearly a Hall of Famer before he signed with uh, San Francisco, and you know, basically looked like Super Mario Brothers after he takes a mushroom. That, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or Popeye like, after he takes a spinach. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, he could. I mean, you could clearly. He was clearly on the the tra- the trajectory of being a Hall of Famer. I mean, this guy was a great base stealer, a great hitter, and then he went to San Fra- his hometown, San Francisco, and you know he's he's just he just 
turned he just went to a whole nother level a video game level where you couldn't you literally couldn't get him out yeah you know um but yeah same thing with Clemens Clemens was a great pitcher you know with the Red Sox and then afterwards you know he you know he he um allegedly took steroids and you know just kept winning winning championships right after he left Boston you know you know, he pitched for Toronto, of course, Yankees. And, I mean, the rest is history. He just kept racking up Cy Young Awards. I think he won seven, if my memory served me right. So, you know, I, like I said, if those guys didn't, didn't, didn't cheat, allegedly cheat, you know, I would put my personal bias for Clemens aside, and I would vote him in if I had – if I was a baseball writer. Because, like I well, said, you know, you, you, you got to – you know, you know, during that time, a lot of players were using steroids or and right. HGH and all the stuff. So right. you know, if we if we can't put them in, we got to dig up, the, you know, the the history of some of these other guys that are currently in the Hall of Fame, because there's some guys that's in there that, that probably were taking steroids too. So well, you know, it's too late now. We can't just keep going back i mean once a, to me once a person's in if if we didn't catch them before they went in i mean that's it mm, you can't yeah, just well. retroactively like take somebody out i mean if that's the case we might as well take ty cobb out of the hall of fame since he's a racist i mean well yeah well you know you know yeah. what i'm saying like it, it's not a morality kind of thing i mean if they cheated and they got away well, with it, it. Is a morality thing because i mean they're they, uh, they're you know they're they're cheat they cheated so you know that that is something that's immoral, I well, guess. Of course. But yes, right. You know, but hey, it is what it is. I mean, I I think they at some point they need to go in, you know, because they we might. can't determine based on the fact that we can't determine when they started taking supplements. Yeah, because they, I mean, they 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 they're you know they're climbing up. I mean, I think they have what sixty percent of the votes, but yeah, they're they're running out of time. You know, I think they have maybe what a year or two. From the regular the regular ballot, you know, because yeah. uh, they, they need, I think ten years of eligibility. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're running out. I mean, they're still climbing up in the the the, the ranking. You know, the voting, the percentage. Yeah. Year year wise, but they'll they need a huge surge. You know, in the next at least in the by the very minimum the very minimum the next couple of years for them to go in. Right. Um. But yeah, guess we'll see what happens. You know. Let me give you a uh, clear example. Um, sure. Let's say you go ten years. Mm-hmm. Well, no. Yeah. Let's say at your job. You know, you go ten years. You're doing well at your job. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 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 like getting all kinds of awards. Right. And then suddenly you decide, oh, you want to get, you know, you want to do supplements. You know, mm-hmm. at your job. And and then it's uncovered by the boss that you know this guy is taking supplements. He's cheating. That's why his performance is so great. Mm-hmm. You know he's not going to be inducted into our <laughs> supervisor of 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 a uh, supervisor <laughs> supervisor of the uh, century. You know, <laughs> but don't you feel that you deserve, you still deserve that even though, yeah, I mean the the you you might have taken something to improve your performance, but I mean what about you know, all those years where you were busting your ass and doing hard work for the company, you know? What about well, that? Don't you think but, you deserve to go in because of that? Shouldn't well, they t- t- take that into account? 
well, I shouldn't go in if I know explicitly that's the rule, the cardinal rule number one that I can't, I can't take supplements, you know, that's cheating. If I know, if I willingly know that and I'm still taking it and I'm taking the risk so I can make more money, you know, by cheating, then I don't deserve to go in, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I have to be fair, even though it's a, it would, it would be against my best interest not to go in. But if I know, if I'm willingly cheating, that's the risk I'm taking that I won't get caught and make more money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's basically, that's basically what happened with the steroids. And then I guess the Astros um, scandal we'll, we'll talk about in a, you know, in a few seconds. Oh yeah. But, the, um, the steroid thing, the, 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 you know, the science field thing, that's, that's real cheating. Oh yeah. Know? That is. Yeah. Bonafide cheating. That's on a grand scale. Marijuana and drug abuse, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess, because you're doing damage to yourself, to your body. Mm -hmm. But sign stealing and actually, you know, breaking rules to, like, get an advantage over your opponent, that's legit cheating right there. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we're going to talk about that in a – we're going to talk about that in a few seconds. And uh, who who do you think is – who who do you think is gonna um go in, or who do you think should have went in? I I know Schilling. He he had like a, what seventy percent. He was he was third. He oh was yeah. Saying what five percent of the vote? Yeah, eventually he'll go in, but he's been kind of a uh, douchebag, you know, last the last several years with his conservative and outrageous views. So that's why he didn't go in. But um, I think eventually he'll he'll go in as well. Um, but I, I think he'll the, go in next year. Yeah, there's a possibility, you know. He's not a, a likable guy, but we'll see. Yeah, I think he'll definitely go in. You know, he he was a big game pitcher, um, especially uh, with of course with the Red Sox and you know, the infamous okay. bloody Sox game. Yeah, another guy I think that's that that um that could go in next year, or um you know should have went in this year would be Billy Wagner because his numbers. Oh, yeah. It's pretty comparable to um, Trevor Hoffman, and if my memory serves me right, I think his numbers um, eclipse uh, uh, Hoffman, except for the obvious, the most important uh, saves. Um, the saves, you know, number of course. Other than that, I think Billy Wagner leads him in strikeouts, probably ERA, and uh, you know other categories. So. Yeah. I think uh, I think Billy Wagner should have got should have got in as well, and, or at least at the very minimum get a higher voted. Yeah. I think he was in the thirty thirty percent. And of how, course, how long does your name stay on the ballot? I think for ten years. But here's the the thing: you have to have at least ten percent. You have to have at least ten percent of um, the the you have to have the voters vote at least ten percent ten percent. You have to have at least a ten percent vote to stay on the ballot for ten years. So you could be eligible to get voted in. If if you're if you if you get less than ten percent of votes, even if you're a first ballot, um, you're, this is your first year on the ballot, you're eliminated, and then mm. you'd have to wait on the mercy of maybe a veteran committee to try to vote you in somewhere down the line. But other than mm. that, um, you know, if you don't get ten percent of the vote voting, um, your your goose is cooked basically. Yeah. But um, yeah, um, you know, congratulations to Derek Jeter and uh, Larry Walker going in. Yeah, definitely. 
And uh, shifting gears to the sign stealing, I mean, that that is cheating on a whole nother level because you had, I mean, we all know sign stealing has been in the game for like a long, long time. You know, it's part of the game, unfortunately. But the way how they did it was 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 completely cheating because they had um, videos and 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 banging banging trash cans to to alert people, the signs and all that stuff. And as a result, you know, three teams you know were were directly affected: the Astros, who who uh, self inflicted. Um, all this drama on themselves, which resulted in them winning their first championship in uh, uh, Major League history in 2017. They're the ones that, that benefited the most and, of course, suffered the most of uh, this drama, getting uh, their, their their manager, A.J. Hinch, and uh, their GM fired as well. Then uh, the following year, you know, the Cora, their bench, the the former Astros bench coach on the championship team, he coaches the the Red Sox to championship. They fire him. And then, you know, um, Beltran, uh, a, a phenomenal player, you know, in the major league, played for 20 years. But he, um, you know, without that, that scandal, he would have, he would have, uh, Beltran would have went championshipless, you know. And he got the job. He he was hired for the Mets, um, what two months ago to be their their the next manager, their twenty second manager. And then this saga, you know, um, surrounding him, you know, being a part of it, the only player named in this um, scandal. As a result, he loses his job, that he didn't even get a chance to play. You know, he's a paper. He's now he's a paper manager. He's literally a paper manager, because Mets still acknowledge him as the first Latin manager that they had, but now he has a he has a, a no win loss record, and uh, you know a few days later, they announced that Luis Rojas, the son of, uh, you know, uh, the the former, um. Montreal Expos manager um, Felipe Alou, the first Dominican-born uh, manager, you know, in the game. He he's um, his son um, Luis Rojas, and of course the brother of uh, Moises Alou, former Met. Um, he's gonna be the new manager and the second ever um, Hispanic manager in Mets history. I didn't even know Rojas was related to Alou. Yeah, this is the here, first time I'm hearing this. Yeah, oh, this is the first time I'm hearing it. Here, here, here. Now you're. I know what you're thinking. Why is his name Rojas, and why is the Alus called Alu? Well, I heard. I heard, I read. I I I read why earlier this week when it came oh, out. Okay. Yeah, you know why? You know something about the miners and them changing his name or something like that. I guess. Uh, yeah, something to that effect. You're close. Uh, basically, as, when uh, you know the Alus came uh, from the Dominican Republic, um, they basically there was some, I guess, some error um, when they came inside the game when they arrived in America to play, you know, in the majors. They, for some reason, there was some 
um, discrepancy. So instead of listing um, them their name as Rojas, they listed them as um, Alu, which was uh, you know the which was um, what was it? I think Felipe and and Jesus and Felipe uh, and um, Maddie. Their last their 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 maternal name is Alu. Their paternal name is uh, Rojas. But because of that technicality, you know they 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 had they they used the um, Alu name. So that's mm. how they they were all known as Alu and Rojas. That's a Rojas. Yeah. So yeah. So their their name should have been you know acknowledged as Rojas, but. It is what it is, mm. but you know the the Alus, I guess slash Rojas, you know that they're one of baseball's royalty, and now Rojas um, becomes uh, the sixth uh, manager in history to be a father son duo, and of course most recent, the most recent uh, father and son duo before um, Rojas took. The, the mantle, the Mets mantle as the new manager um, was, of course, um, Aaron Boone, the current manager with the Yankees. And um, what was I going to say? So basically, Rojas, uh, before Rojas got hired, um, you know, Mets wanted to look internally, so they didn't even bother talking to Buck Showalter or Dusty Baker. And of course, prior to that, they'd even talk to Joe Girardi when it was time for the um you know the um the hiring um you know before they hired Beltron two months ago. So they kept it internal and you know what my thoughts was, you know, about them hiring a veteran. I, I thought I felt very strongly that they should have hired a, a veteran because if they did, they would have had Girardi and then they wouldn't they wouldn't have been part of this Astro scandal with Beltran being fired. But, um, you know, since I, since unfortunately, you know, I, I realized, um, that the, 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 you know, the Mets wasn't going to hire a veteran once I knew they were keeping it internal, uh, you know, between him, I think it was, uh, Tony DeFranco who, who was like, um, who was previously the, um, triple A manager. And uh, I'm trying. To, oh yeah, and uh, Hensley uh, Mullen, who was a uh, who who was a part of the Giants organization as a bench coach, I think a hitting coach as well. You know, part of the, you know the um part of the coaching staff where uh, Bruce Bochy led the the Giants. You know, this past decade and win three titles. Um, he, he, that guy was a part of it. Um, but I felt you know Luis Rojas. You know he. He definitely deserved the um the honor since they weren't gonna go the veteran route. You know. So basically the hired from within, the guy's been in the organization since um two thousand and seven, managed practically every almost every um part uh, of uh the Mets minor league organization and of course was the quality uh control coach with the Mets currently prior to being promoted as the manager, um, you know, he paid his dues. And another thing that made me turn my, you know, my, my thoughts around was 
all the players like Pete Alonzo and and McNeil, um, I think um, Degrom, a bunch of bunch of players were were um, coming to bat for him. You know that Luis Luis Rojas is going to be a a great manager. So before he got the job, you know, hearing all these guys talking well about him, you know, how do you basically want? You know, they think he'd be the best guy because, you know, they you know, they loved how the second half was this past year and they want somebody who was part of their, their success in the second half to come in and help them uh, continue where they left off and not just bring an outsider and, I guess, basically ruin the culture and the vibe of the, the clubhouse. So, I mean, since the players were, you know, you know, really wanted him to be the part of that, you know, get the job. And, you know, he paid his dues. You know, this is his dream job managing the Mets. You know, I, I basically, I, you know, I, you know, accepted it before it came official, you know. I warmed up to the idea of him managing the Mets because, like I said, I wanted it to be a veteran guy because this is a win-now team. And uh, early, uh, earlier today, the Mets had a, a fan fest where basically all the, the star players, including Pete Alonzo, the Grom, McNeil, they, they came out to, you know, show the fans support. And uh, Rojas was there. Brody Van Wagenen was there. And basically, you know, they, you know, talked about how they want to, you know, change the, the culture of the, the franchise and hopefully, you know, get them, you know, get a winning culture back into the into Queens and continue where they left off. But uh, what what's your thoughts? Um, I think it's a good hire, um, because you know obviously they can go back to the other guys like, um, Showalter or, um, who's Baker. the other guy, Baker. You know because those guys they rejected. So you can't reject someone and then go back and try to hire them again. That's not exactly. going to look good. You know, it doesn't work that way. So they had to hire with them, and, you know, Rojas is the guy. I mean, it sounds like the players like him, and, you know, he's familiar with, the, you know, the system. So, yeah, I mean, he's the right guy right now, you know, to go forward and manage this team, and I think he'll do well. You know, he uh, he works with these players in the off season, and you know the players get along with him. So, you know, it's it'll be a good tenor here for him, I guess. I'm with you. Um, uh, you know, I'm definitely with you. And what I noticed, um, we won't know what type of play manager he will be until he's in the. You know, obviously he's you know in the thick of things when the season, yeah. the regular season starts. Uh, but you know he's. You know, he's um, been with the organization forever. He's coached in winter ball, which is, you know, very competitive, I hear. And, um, you know, I wish him the best. You know, he, you know, the players, they wanted him. Now they got to continue where they left off, take it to the next level. And like yeah. he said, um, he, wants to, he wants to be successful here. So hopefully Buddy Van Wagenen will, will do, get, you know, provide, you know, the make the best most for uh, the Mets to um, hopefully in the near future end this 30-plus year championship drought in the near future. Yeah. 
that's the only way this this hiring will be um you know a successful hiring is if they could uh permanently change the culture of the Mets back and bring the title back to Queens. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. Even uh Jacob DeGrom said that he's not satisfied winning back to back um back to back um Cy Young Award you know, he wants to win at least at least third one, but all of those pale in comparison, his number one goal is winning a title. So hopefully the Mets uh will do that. And we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um uh, other Mets news, uh, they signed your boy, your former Yankee, uh, Eduardo Nunez. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. So um, I guess they're signing him, you know, to be a potential pinch hitter, I guess. I- I'm guessing he's not going to be a utility guy. I mean, he- when he was with the Yankees, if my memory serves me right, he didn't really have a glove. But um, um yeah, I don't remember. Well, you know, he had some some uh, situational hits here and there, but uh, I don't remember much about his defense. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. You know, with them signing him, uh, the, the Mets did lose uh, Luis Avalon, who he was in a bad picture with the Mets. Uh, he was a former National. Uh, he was a lefty guy in the pen. Uh, he signed with the Yankees, a non-guaranteed contract. So, you know that's a, you know that that's a move that could be, uh, you know, very good yeah. under the radar signing for the Yankees right there. Yeah. So could help us. You know. Hopefully we stay healthier than last year. Especially with the bullpen, the the Yankees have. I mean, even though they did lose the attempts to the Mets. You know, Mets, I mean, the Yankees have a strong bullpen with, you know, Chapman, you know, um, out of Vino and, you know, the rest of the gang. I guess Cool and the gang is probably in that in, their, in that uh, bullpen, too, for all I know. Because <laughs> you got everybody in that bullpen. Yep. And you guys are trying to get hater. I'm not trying to be a hater, but you guys are trying to get hater, too, from Brewers, so. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen now. Yeah, that should have happened already, but right now yeah. it's looking like it's less likely to happen. Yeah, at least maybe in the trading deadline or something, because that rumor kind of cooled off. Yeah. Yeah, because there's been some rumors that have been going on for a while, like Mitch trying to get Mookie Betts, or the the stronger rumor is um, them trying to go after Sterling Marte from Pirates, but apparently they're worlds apart. But, um, yeah, um, sh- shifting gears, man. Eli Manning, another of your a legendary, one of your favorite legendary players who's, uh, you know, hanging it up and brought you a championship. You know, as you know, Friday, Eli Manning, um, you know, he did the right thing. You know, he's been in the league, what, 18 years or so, 16 to 18 years or so in the league, you know. It was time, you know, for him to hang it up. You know, he didn't want to be a, a bench bench guy anymore. He had his final hurrah um, this this past season. You know, getting you know winning his his last um, start, and um, instead of signing, you know, another place, and you know playing for a year or two and not being the same player, I mean, he made the wise wise decision. 
and you know just end his career with the end the, the career where with the franchise he he started and played his whole career for, and that's of course, uh, you know the New York Giants, or which he led them to the you know amazing Super Bowl runs and in '07 and '11, you know, and that's what he's going to be remembered the most, you know, and uh, you know, congratulations to him. But you know, forget about what I have to say. What do you have to say? You the you the diehard Giant fan here. What's your thoughts? Oh well, yeah, it's a it's an end to a very good career. You know, he's definitely the greatest Giants quarterback ever. You know, I think. Um, you know, he led us to two Super Bowls, two improbable Super Bowls when we were heavy underdogs. You know, beating Tom Brady and that New England Patriot dynasty twice. I mean, that's a phenomenal feat, and. Yeah, man, just those two championships alone, you know, will cement his legacy here in uh, New York and with the Giants organization and cement his legacy as a Hall of Famer. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of debate right now whether he's a Hall of Famer. And I think, yes, he is, you know. I mean, he's he wasn't the greatest quarterback, but he was a very good one. If you look at his stats, based on his stats, he, he is a Hall of Famer. I mean – you know, he has the touchdowns. He has a and very durable guy. You know, he played – he never – he barely missed any games, you know, until the latter part of his career when he was benched. Um, but um, he had some pretty good numbers. I mean, yeah, there's years here, years there where he had a lot of interceptions. But, you know, look at a guy like Brett Favre. I mean, Brett Favre was a flamethrower, and he threw a lot of interceptions as well. You know, He's in the Hall of Fame, and he's regarded as one of the greatest quarterbacks. So I don't think you should hold that against Eli. Eli was a, you know, he was a, he was a bona fide leader, you know. He led by example, just like Derek Jeter. You know, very similar careers. You know, Jeter was, you know, had more winning seasons, was more popular, but, you know, they're very similar players. You know, they're not loud and um and boy they, they're not they lead by example you know by their performance and uh, Eli was a cool collected guy that never broke under pressure you know when he was under pressure he actually performed well you know so um he had a very good career you know um those two Super Bowls I think will uh cement his legacy uh and just it'll put him in the Hall of Fame and you know it's sad to see him go but now you know he can ride into the sunset and just relax with his family and now with the Giants they have to go with this younger guy Daniel Jones see what he's about but uh you know it was an honor to see uh Eli play for us all these years and you know best of luck to you know any other endeavors that he has after football I'm with you, man. You you answered my next question. Uh, is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, no doubt about it. He he's definitely a Hall of Famer, man. Just just the way he, how he he played when the pressure was on him the most, you know, defeating the 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 the, the Patriots, the undefeated Patriots, you know, one year and then uh, defeating them twice. Yeah. I mean that that's that seemed uh, impossible up until that point. Yeah. So, you know, my hat's off to him. You know, a class guy, class, 
act on and off the field. Um, you know, he, he played played every day, every game practically, until that crazy um, controversial benching, you know, you know, at, towards the end of his career. But, you know, he, he's a legend, man. He's always going to be a legend in this city. And, um, oh, yeah. Like, like he said, um, you know, once a Jet's always a Jet, you know. I mean, giant, a giant, always a giant. Once a giant, almost a giant. Yeah, I think he said it was um, uh, Wellington Mara who said that. And he said, you know, <laughs> only a giant, uh, only a giant is his own, you know, being a giant is his only option. So, you know, I'm glad he didn't, I, I'm glad he didn't try to hang on another year or two and, you know, ruin his legacy and play for another team. You know, he, you know, like I, like we just said, once a giant, always a giant. So, yeah. You know, congrats to him. But um, yeah, shifting gears to the Super Bowl coming up on uh, February second. It's gonna be uh, the San Francisco Forty ers versus um, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, man, this what can we say, man? This is this is gonna be uh, an epic epic battle. You're gonna have uh, Garoppolo versus um, um, what was I gonna say? Um, Mahomes. Mahomes. So man, it, it's gonna be down in Miami. Uh, I mean, what's your what's your thoughts, man? It's gonna be a slugfest. Yeah, it's gonna be a great Super Bowl. You know, um, Forty uh, ers You know, they're very good defensively, uh, but against the good teams, they've kind of broke down. You know. Or this year against very good offensive teams like the, you know the um, the Saints and some other a couple other teams. So, you know if you're very good offensively, you could beat them. You know, but you know they proved all of this year that you know they thrive under through adversity. You know they've had some injuries, but uh, they've managed to to overcome them. They have a good running game with Mosley and um, who's the other guy? Well, he just got injured last week. I forget his name. He's played for the Falcons. But they have a good running game. You know, uh, their defense, they have a lot of good veterans on that defense. Sherman, you know, so Mm -hmm. they have a great chance. But the Chiefs, I think, you know, this is their year. You know, they're just too good. You know, you saw – these last couple of games against the Titans and the, the Texans, when when you're up, even by 20 points, they can come back in a minute. Mm-hmm. They're that good. They have many weapons. They have many schemes. And uh, I think this is Andy. This is gonna be Andy Reid's first chance. I think this will be his first. Uh, he will do everything he can to try to win that Super Bowl ring. Could be a first for him. And, you know, Spagnolo, you know, in this spot, I think he's going to just bring out his bag of tricks for defense. He, Spagnolo won us a championship uh, in that uh, 07 year when we beat the Patriots, and I saw him just unleash different types of defensive schemes that he didn't implement during the regular season. So I think he's going to pull something in this Super Bowl, um, a few plays or two that's going to surprise the 49ers. But I think it's the Chiefs Super Bowl to lose. You know they're on, they're the favorite, and 
they should win it. So I got my money on the Chiefs. Hey, man, I'm with you, man. I'm going for the Chiefs too, man. I mean, you know, Patrick Patrick Mahomes, he's the, he's the son of, uh, you know, the former Met, Pat Mahomes. And, I mean, this guy, this young phenom, man, he's been dominating the league for the past couple of years, man. The Patriots didn't his way last year, but as we all know, the Patriots got um, stunned a few weeks ago. You know, I think, I, I, you know, the sky's the limit for Mahomes, you know, and this year is going to cap it off, man. He's going to win his first title, and um, Andy Reid is finally going to win that elusive, elusive championship that eluded him when he was uh, managing, uh, you know, the, the Eagles during the Donovan McNabb era. So I definitely think um I definitely think this is the Chiefs time, man. Yeah, it's definitely you know definitely thinking they gotta win that game, so Yeah, and this is their first uh appearance in the Super Bowl since uh Super Bowl four. Yeah. Fifty years since they've been there, so I mean this this is it, man. It's gonna be an exciting game. Can't wait. Oh yeah, two epic two epic teams, man. You know, historically, you know, you got the the Chiefs and of course, you know, the Forty ers who who's who's been synonymous with championships. You know, especially in the eighties and nineties when they had Montana and um and Steve Young. So mm-hmm. yeah, two two legendary franchises battling it out for the highest prize in in uh, football. That's you know. You, you, what can you say? It's must must see TV. Yeah, looking forward to that. You know, um, do you think it'll be a close game or a blowout? Um, I think it'll be close. I don't think it'll be a blowout. I think it'll be close because, uh, you know, I I think that you know, Fortnite's are very good defensively. Chiefs are very good offensively. The offense versus defense, it's gonna be very close. I think Chiefs will win by ten. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe thirty five thirty five twenty five Chiefs or Yeah, I'd say probably thirty five twenty five Chiefs. Final. It's gonna be a very close game, you know. There's very some very good matchups there. Yeah, I think uh I think it might even come down to a field goal. So Could could I could definitely see that. Yeah, you know? I'd say twenty seven twenty four. But uh, shifting gears, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow is uh, the Royal Rumble. You, you pumped about it? Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. Just, I, I'm. I mean, I'm not excited as in previous year, but yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, it's. I think it's gonna be a good Rumble. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I don't agree with you. I'm I'm not as hyped as I I, I usually am, I usually am, you know, around this time of where don't it feel like it kind of sneak up on us? It does. I mean, but, and there's not that many exciting matches there. Uh, yeah. Other than the Rumble itself. You know? Right. And the the Daniel Bryan Wyatt fight. Yeah. Yeah, you know why? Because Brock Lesnar is not defending his title. I mean, he's gonna. He's not defending his title, but he's gonna find the Royal Rumble. Give me the Rumble he's a champion. Yeah. Which makes no sense unless if he's playing his title on the line. But um, 
let me see this computer's acting up. I can't even see the match the match um the listings right now. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah, I'm trying to know what matches. I mean, obviously, I know the Daniel Bryan and Wyatt match, but uh, you know, I want to save that later. Right. I'm gonna go in order. Of you know, obviously, we know the um, pay per view is subject to change. Um, but you know, we, we wanted to give you the listing of the matches going on right now. Uh, well, uh, it might have been over. I know NXT had a pay per view event, Worlds Collide, where the UK. The the UK um um show was battling the the North American one, oh. but I haven't checked that out. I don't know what's going on in that one, but that one should be a a good. It, it probably might have ended already. Probably by now, it probably ended or should probably just ended by now. But um yeah, it should be a good pay per view. I haven't I haven't seen the results or anything. But, so one uh, of the matches you have is Andrade versus Humberto Carrillo. Right, Carrillo. Right, I remember. Uh, oh yeah. Um, um, I think Andrade is still gonna defend the title. You know, he yeah, just won it. I know. Um, Humberto Carrillo. They're they're um they're very high on him as a you know as a you know luchador. But I think Andrade is gonna still hang on to the title. Yeah, I agree with you. I think he's gonna retain it. What other matches are there? Uh, Bailey versus Lacey Evans. The yeah, Bailey SmackDown versus Championship. Right. I could see Lacey Evans winning that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think. Um, yeah, that's a good question. That's. A, that's. I think Lacey Evans is gonna pull an upset. Yeah, I think so. Bailey, man, she needs to step off her game as a villain. I'm. I'm still not buying her as a villain. Yeah, me you know, either. especially her, especially her being paired up with a alpha female in, in Sasha Banks. You're trying to relegate Sasha Banks as a as a as a psychic, and it don't work. Her yep. her charisma just shines through. Whereas yeah. Bailey, even if Bailey's a champion, you know, you know she's always second fiddle to to when she's paired up with Sasha Banks. She's always the second fiddle. You know. Yeah, I'm, they just they didn't need to make you know give make her a face again. Exactly, it's not working. It's she's a horrible she's a horrible heel. And what what really exacerbated her as a horrible heel was when she was feuding with Shayna Baszler, which is basically who who she should be emulating as a villain. Because yeah. Shayna Baszler just destroyed her during that um that Survivor Series um run you know feud. I mean. I think there's no going back for Bailey. Bailey is one of those wrestlers that they can only be good at one side of the coin. You know, she's right. she's a great baby face. She's a horrible heel. Uh, which is, I think on the same coin, flip of the coin. I think Seth Rollins, when he's not the, when he's not with the Shield, you know, he's a horrible baby face. And and Charlotte Flair, she's a horrible, she's a horrible um good you know. A baby face as well, you know. But she's great. They're both great as as villains, uh, you know, Rollins and Charlotte Flair. But I mean, there's only a few wrestlers that could do good, no that are believable, no matter what. Like Kevin Owens. Um, there's a. I mean, there's a bunch. I mean, if you're going back to Attitude Era or old school, there's a bunch of people like that that could do it. 
Yeah, it's all based on believability. It's like, do I believe? Do, do I believe what you're selling? You know. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. But uh, let me see. I I know there's Becky Lynch um, versus uh, Oscar. Oh, yeah. Oscar. Yep. I and, think uh, I, you know that this is this. This might be a close one, uh, mm-hmm. but I see, I have a feeling Baker Lynch is gonna win it. She's gonna retain. Yeah, I think they're gonna pull it off too because they're finally acknowledging that Oscar's had her number, you know, for a while, especially since yeah. last year. You know, that's the that's the only person that you know she hasn't been able to best during her her the man run where she's been basically unstoppable for the most part. So, yeah, I think she'll finally conquer Asuka, you know, because she's been teasing, like, if she can't beat Asuka, you know, she might hang it up and all this stuff. The way how she's kind of teasing it. She hasn't – she hasn't gone – because she was saying, like, her contract is up and all that stuff. So she's basically teasing that she might leave or she might retire or she can't beat her. But, yeah, I think she'll totally – she'll totally defeat Asuka. Yeah, but I'm with you on that. I could see it go either way, but I'm pretty sure she'll defeat Asuka. Um, what other matches are there? I mean, other than the the main event. Then you have Sheamus versus uh, Shorty. Oh yeah, Shorty G. Uh, come on, we all know Sheamus is gonna whoop his behind. It's gonna be a squash match. It's gonna yeah. be more of a squash match than than the um 18 second match he had with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania <laughs> years ago. <laughs> we know that's a come on. We know. Yeah, I'm going with Sheamus on that one too. And uh, Roman Reigns versus Kim Corbin. Uh, we know we know Roman Reigns is going to win, barring some uh, a severe amount of um, interference. I mean, it is a false count anywhere match, right? Uh, I think it is. Am I right? Yeah, sure right. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, Roman Roman Reigns will definitely beat him. Barring some unforeseen, um, because you know there's going to be definitely going to be interference from, um, you know, Cor, uh, not Corbin, uh, Ziggler and um, and Bobby Roode. Right. There might be maybe somebody we haven't seen in a while, or I don't know, maybe like a Lars Sullivan or somebody like that, somebody or somebody turning heel or a Big Show type of person, somebody we haven't seen in a while will just, you know, attack. That's that's the only way he'll Roman Reigns would lose, but I think Roman Reigns is gonna win. Yeah, I think he's gonna win as well. Uh, let's see. Are, are there any other matches before the the Royal Rumble and the uh, Daniel Bryan match? Uh, only other matches: The Fiend versus Daniel Bryan. All right, let's 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 dive into that. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think the Fiend's gonna win. I mean, it's gonna be a phenomenal match. It's gonna be a close matchup, but you know the fiend man. He's 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 unbeatable, man. Daniel Bryan will come close to anybody, even Seth Rollins or um, who else was he feuding with before Daniel Bryan? Uh, who, what were the memorable matchups he had? Uh, the fiend. Who uh, did he just fight against just now? Was it Randy Orton? Who was he fighting when he when he was in when he was a when he was fighting as his regular self? Um, 
Yeah, that's a good question. I'm forgetting now. Because he was just fighting against somebody not too long ago, but but yeah, as his regular stuff, not the fiend. It might have been Randy Orton. Could have been. I can't even I remember. Think it's Randy Orton, but I'm not 100 percent sure. But in any case, um, yeah, I think uh, the fiend's gonna win. You know, Daniel Bryan will make it close, but um, the fiend's gonna win. Yeah, I I think uh, the Fiend's gonna win as well because uh, you know they're building up towards a big match for WrestleMania mm-hmm. for the Fiend to fight someone, the winner of the like World Roman Reigns. So, yeah, well that that'll, that'll lead to the next thing now, to the Rumble itself because I'm I think Roman Reigns is gonna win the Rumble to face the Fiend. Oh, that's a that's a good point. That's a you know what? I think you're right. I was thinking it would be. I was thinking more. It would be you know Brock Lesnar or or Drew McIntyre, but you know you. I think you convinced me. Well, with Lesnar, I mean Lesnar, I think Velasquez will be in the Rumble. So I think they're I think they're leaning towards Velasquez and Lesnar at at WrestleMania now. Yeah. You You might have a point there. I think Velasquez will eliminate Lesnar, which will lead to that WrestleMania match. Oh, that's a good point. I mean, I wish it would be him and Lashley. You know, Lashley eliminates him, and that would lead to a match there. But I think you're right. The the Kane Velasquez rematch. I think that's that's something WWE would do for sure. Yeah. And yeah, the, you convinced me on the Roman Reigns thing because I definitely think Roman Reigns will be battling the Fiend. Even though I wish it would be somebody else, you know. Yeah. Somebody else who hasn't really who hasn't won a title. Like, um, like Bron- Braun Strowman would have been a, a perfect candidate, you know, from yeah. the Battle of the Fiend, former, she, uh, former uh, wife family member. You know, it would be great to see a, another person who hasn't uh, won it, you know, battle it out. But you knowing WWE, they don't. They usually don't give us what we want. Yeah, so exactly. It is what it is. Um, so yeah, you convinced me it was Roman Reigns. I was thinking it would be maybe Drew McIntyre or, 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 you know, Bray Wyatt. But, yeah, the more you talk about Roman Reigns, I, I definitely see that. So, um, you, you twist my arm. I'm picking Roman Reigns as well. On the woman's side, I think it's Charlotte. This is, if my memory serves right, this is her first time in a Royal Rumble, you know, because I think she's she's had the title. Um I think both, both at, at, you know, during the both, you know, female Royal Rumbles. So, I think this is her chance to to win the 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 women's uh, Royal Rumble. What's your thought? Uh, well, this is a tough one. I mean, because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of different girls that I think could win it. Um, yeah, this this is gonna be a tough one, but um. Man, I'm I'm gonna go between. It's either gonna be Liv Morgan, or I'll say Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks, Sasha, I could. Is Sasha could in it? That. She is in it, right? Yeah, she has to be in it. I I, I okay. have to double check. Let me see. If my computer is finally working. Uh, let me see. Try to go on it quickly. Okay, she's finally working. Let's see if we can scroll. See the woman's one. Um, 
so far in the women's one that they announced was Charlotte, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross, Sarah Logan, Natalia, Car- uh, Carmella, Dana Brooke, uh, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. The other ones haven't been announced. Okay. So yeah, Sasha Banks would be a, a good a good pick. I haven't thought of that, but I think Charlotte Charlotte um, Charlotte's gonna win that one. And show what show face Becky Lynch again. I wouldn't be surprised, man. This WWE, man, they're 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 trying to make a Rock and Austin rival out of these girls. I mean, I know they, I mean they 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 probably have the best female rivalry, but they're just they're doing it to death, man. Like that's a, that WrestleMania should have just been Becky Char, Becky Ronda Rousey, but they can I, never you know, they can never give us a break with the the um, Becky Charlotte. Yeah, there's some other good ones I think that could win it. Also, I could see Shayna Baszler. Yeah, it. that's a good one. If she, yeah, you know what? She might, she might be in it. You, you that's a yeah. good point. Or even the return of Nia Jax. Oh, you know? yeah, that's, that's a good one. one. That's a yeah. good one because yeah, last year she had that the moment in the the men's one. You know, yeah. getting RKO'd by um, Orton, and she she eliminated a man. I can't remember. Was it Ray Mysterio? Who she? I can't remember who she eliminated. Because okay. I remember Ray, Ray Mysterio hit the six one nine on her, and then uh, Orton hit the RKO, but she eliminated at least one dude. I I just can't remember who. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good that's a good pick too. Yeah. Hey, that could be that could be a good one. Yeah, you wanted something, man. But uh, you got any last? I think that's about it. I think we said everything. Um, yeah, anything, touched, any, touched everything. Other what you said? Yeah, pretty much uh, touched uh, on every match. All right. You, you got anything last uh, words you gotta say? Uh yeah. Just keep uh keep checking your local listings for the return of iMac, and yeah, come back here check out Sports of Legend every Saturdays eleven. Only a box talk radio. Yep, you heard the guy. Check out his show. His the return of iMac coming soon. To a podcast near you, and uh, check out uh, Sports of the Legends. Uh, you know, every Saturday is at eleven. Uh, next week we'll give you the the um, recap, uh, the you know the review of Royal Rumble, and uh, whatever what what anything else that's going on in the world of sports at that time. I mean, I guess except for the Super Bowl, unless there's something newsworthy. But um, what was I gonna say? But oh yeah, also check out um, Sports Over Legend TV, the YouTube channel. You know, so he's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Wayne Ramon, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Only on Blog Talk Radio. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. 
In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.